said it again. A podcast with three somebodies talking about stuff that you may or probably won't care about. Leave us a five-star rating, but write whatever you like, whether you love us or probably hate us. Another episode of Oops, We Said It Again. My name is Ali Mack. I'm Jazz. Our guest for this show is uh, my mate, Sad Shafi over there. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Good. <laughs> yes, very well. We we discussed this in the last half an hour. It's not like you just walked in. <laughs> he just walked in. <laughs> we did a sound check on you. I'm saying hello to the listeners, okay? All right. Then about you two. Today's topic is violent video games. We finally get to do this one. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I think they need to be regulated. I think people need to monitor what on earth these kids are playing nowadays. Okay. But do you think <laughs> they should be banned? I don't think they should be banned. No, I think that they should be regulated for sure, but banned completely? No. Regulated in what sense? Because once you start going down the regulation route, it's going to be difficult. Not regulated in the sense of like, oh my God, no, you know, guns are not allowed and stuff. No, I mean, regulated in terms of if a child were to buy it, the parents should regulate the stuff that they're playing. Yes. But then they already come with regulation. Not is just, in like, this is a 18, this is a 16. They do, but unfortunately, online games... You know, you can play That's games true. nowadays online and yeah. the parent doesn't need to buy it. You know, usually the credit card's already in the PlayStation or yeah. whatever the game console is. And the kid just buys it and then just sits in their room because usually the console is in the room and not in the living room. And they're just going on a killing spree. What are your thoughts, Saj? It's a difficult one. I do understand the argument have people have against violent video games, but I don't think they should be banned. Um, banning them is a difficult for me. Because there are arguments out there where there are politicians who are calling for the ban of violent video games, um, saying that it has a massive influence on the violence that is taking place in the real world. How much do we actually agree with that? I don't agree with that at all. The problem with this argument, though, you're going to find is, what is violent? How are you going to determine what game is violent or what is too much violence and what needs banning and what doesn't? Are you a gamer at all? Last game I played was Crash Bandicoot. What, what <laughs> do you classify? One. What do you classify as a violent video game? I think these. Uh, what do you call them? The first-person shooters or something like this? Is, is that yeah? First-person shooters. There yeah, FPS. There you go. The FPS. Games. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man. I'm on this one, um, I think the the one where you shoot and all the blood and gore and stuff comes out. That's that's violent. So I mean, like Mortal Kombat, for example. It's violent, but it's not realistic. I I don't play any sort of video games, right? But I see what's out there. And these things are becoming like movies, man. They're but so as a, realistic. As a gamer, that's what you want. You want it to reflect realism almost, like, you know? A hundred percent. And I'm not against it. I love the art. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's remarkable on how far video games have gotten in terms of, of graphics and, and the journey and the storylines and all of that stuff is amazing. I just think that... Okay, I'm not saying everybody. Some people have an issue with separating reality from fantasy. Agreed. Let's take Mortal Kombat. So initially Nintendo, Capcom came up with Street Fighter. Yep. Street Fighter was Love the same game. as Mortal Kombat, two guys fighting. Remember all, that? Right? The Dugan! Yeah, exactly, right? It was like my but favorite was, game growing up. I loved it. There was very little blood and gore in that. Mm -hmm. So the guys who made Mortal Kombat 
their aim was to take Street Fighter to another level and bring serious gore into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see what Mortal Kombat was then at that time, it was quite gory for the amount of pixels they could have. For sure. What they've done with it now to the point where they've made, um, I, you know, over the, the weekend you were here and I, I played the new Mortal Kombat trailer coming out. This is for the movie or the game? The movie, right? Okay. The level of gore just within the trailer was ridiculous. But that's what Mortal Kombat was all about, though, gore. I agree, but I'm, my point is it's not realistic. Yeah, I agree with you. That's that's what I mean, Ali. W- why is it not realistic? Like two people fighting, basically what she yeah, said, there's two I, people fighting together and the Hadouken comes out. And then forget, all, okay, like, forget Hadouken, but there's a guy who burns someone with his fire or whatever. There's a guy with a scorpion, like scorpion, he has like the arrow chain. That's a real thing. Ninjas back in the day had <laughs> these tools. That's a real thing. You can no, because you, you laugh. You laugh. The no, guy who no, the guy who plays Scorpion in the movie is Japanese. So when they designed <laughs> his outfit and the weapons, they consulted with him and made it as realistic as possible with the weapons that they used back in the day. You laugh, but it's true. No, no, I agree with you. I'm just so, like, so amused more, at how much you know about this sort of stuff. Oh, no, because I am You're a, a gamer. I'm a gamer. Yeah, I got it. So Mortal Kombat is classed as a very gory game. So it's really interesting that you think a first person shooter is violent, but Mortal Kombat isn't. This is what I'm thinking. Like we have to determine what is I didn't. I didn't say violent. I said gory. Violent to me is like, for example, what's that game? GTA. That's not violent. No, but hold on. Elements are. Elements, exactly. The whole game is cool, but when he goes and he like throws people out of the car and you get like bonus points for like running over people or something like this, yeah, that's a bit, you know. So it's kind of glorifying violence. And that's not cool. And the thing is, like I have a younger sister, for example, and you know, monkey see, monkey do, right? So these kids, they like, for example, there was this, there's this like online game, it's called Fortnite and they have all these dances and all the oh kids God, are doing yeah. the dances yeah. now because monkey see, monkey do, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think if there are children or there are people, not even children, adolescents, adults even, right? That have that issue of separating reality from fantasy, they will want to implement what they're doing on the screen into reality. And that's where my issue lies. But I have then, no problem yeah. with the violence in it. You made a very good point. As you said, the people who... um can't differentiate between reality and this gaming world mm-hmm. now obviously i don't know how much of the uh, percentage of the population that is but it can't be can't be the majority it's probably got to be a, a small amount for sure what if the argument was instead not um violence but you know because obviously like you said kids will imitate the dancing and everything like that and if they see someone getting killed they're more likely they don't know anything about death they don't the concept doesn't sort of resonate mm-hmm. with them but they're seeing someone getting killed what about replicating the laws so having games that replicate the laws or within society so you're not actually going out and killing people instead of talking about violence because violence is subjective compared to everybody yeah what would you classify as a violent video game so i would classify it as what i would tough one nfl games are they violent no really yeah okay why would they be violent well these guys are smashing into each other to try and no, I think Jazz's point about the first shooter thing, the first perspective, what's it called? FPS? Look at me teaching. It's they are classified as violent games. I agree. 
Yeah. But so your initial question is, what do we define as violent? No, so, no, I um, wouldn't class it as violent. Like, like imagine, remember the James Bond games that you used to get? GoldenEye and all that. You used to just go shoot one person's dead. One person. No, but I'm saying you shoot him one time dead. Like, imagine going and shooting, stabbing him. Like, I would call that violent. Like, continuously stabbing him. It's like, it's like about the stuff. You know? <laughs> Listen, if, if Saj ever threatens you right now saying he's going to stab you, I wouldn't be too worried because you should see how he stabs people. The hand gestures were great. <laughs> he was stabbing himself. <laughs> the issue is at the moment that there are politicians in the states that are trying to get violent video games banned based on certain occurrences that have happened so for example patrick crucius august 23rd 2019 el paso texas decided to go and kill 22 and injure 24 spraying an assault rifle in walmart and he made a fleeting reference to the fact that he plays violent or he plays a video game and he wanted to be a soldier like he sees in the video game so the politicians jumped onto that and said this is because of violent video games the bottom line is if you look at the guy's manifesto he was a blatant racist El Paso, Texas is majority Hispanic. His manifesto actually says a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. This is from the New York Times. But the politicians in that area have said, no, this is because of him playing a violent video game. And so that is now in motion. So it's easy to lobby for something. I think in the States, there's a bigger issue. It's the issue that you can go to Walmart or whatever and buy a gun. Right. Because guns kill people, you know, people and the guns. People. Yeah. And yeah. the guns that they buy also kill people. Right. I don't think it is fair to say it's the violent video games. I think it's masking the issue. I just think that it's easy to put a ban on something. Do I think that violent video games should be banned? No. Do I think they should be monitored? Yes. Do I think that these things have become too realistic? Like my little sister plays. What, what's that game called? Call of Duty. And she, she's like, play with me. I'm used to just holding the controller and play, press all the buttons. Yeah. Not in this game. It does not work. Trust me. No, yeah. you got to like know what goes where and yeah. all of that stuff. And I played. Do you know what that's called when you press all the buttons? It's called button mashing. You're a button masher. Anyway. Did you just Google that? No, it's cool. It's always been called button mashing. When you're playing Pro Evo and you're like, this is what gamers call amateurs. <laughs> Button, I'm a noob. Button mashes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you know about noob? I'm a noob. But yeah, like the Call of Duty game, like you, you like come, you're like in this like area and you have a team and you shoot each other. But the thing is when you shoot someone, the blood splatters yeah. onto your screen and it, it, yeah. it does seem realistic. I and that. and yeah, I was yeah. like, that's messed up. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, but Jazz's point is still good. Like what you're, you're talking about in this scenario, this guy, you know, obviously went and shot up these people. Did he do it because he was playing a video game? If he didn't play video games, would he have done it? Probably. That's what I'm saying. So if you read his actual manifesto, it was because Racism. he wanted to clean out the Hispanics. It's like that guy in uh, New Zealand. Exactly. Yeah. That so, was pretty fierce. Yeah. that was. Uh, Did you ever watch that? that that's shit? crazy. Because that actually looked like a video game. And he had like a GoPro hooked up yeah, and like yeah. he went on Facebook Live yeah. and it really did. Because when someone moved, he finished them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel... This does not come natural. You know what I mean? Like you have to have watched something or like it's influenced by something. Yeah. You know what I mean? The first person shoot, shooters, right? Mm -hmm. Call of Duty where you can see heads explode and you're saying we should pull back on that. No, I think it should be monitored. I, I'm still, I, I have not checked. They should not be banned. I think that, that education plays a huge role. So like we all everything agree. else. Like I don't think we all agree because you... For example, you can play for 
hours. Yeah, but I agree hours that it should be end. young kids shouldn't be playing it. I I agree. But yeah, hundred percent young kids should be. Young playing. kids, one hundred percent. No, so we all agree. Okay, we all agree. Okay, that was a nice show. See you later. Is age enough though? That's maybe exactly, maybe that's a good. That's point. where I'm getting is to. Age, that's why I'm like is you. Is age enough to regulate it? Yeah, well, I don't think so. Of course it is. Well, Age if is you say, I, I'm pretty sure I remember when I was younger, I was playing 18 plus games. For sure. So it's age, right? Yeah, but that's not enough to regulate. Is it enough to regulate? If so, I put a sticker. How else do you regulate something? That's true, actually, Jazz. If you think about it in all sort of aspects, you know, alcohol's got an age limit on it. I agree. But you have to get an ID. You have to prove how old you are. You have to do all of these things. My issue is the online aspect of it. So in stores, like I know in Germany, if you go to a store and you're a kid and you want to buy an 18 plus kind of like um, video game, they ask you for your ID, right? Here, for example, that's not the fact. You can buy whatever the hell you want. Yeah. My issue is with the whole online shenanigans. And the other issue that I have, you have kids and you have adults. And I've heard it so many times where the kids, you know, they go like, oh my God, you're so stupid. And these adults go in on them kids the cussing, the all of that stuff is sick. <laughs> That's true. I've seen that. Good point. No, I'm I'm one of those that do it. In this region, I'm playing with a whole bunch of people from Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, in the UAE, and 13, 14, they come in with their Arabic insults, fair enough, because I've murked them or whatever, and they come in like strongly, and I can pick up a few words where they're, it's quite naughty, and I just simply come back with your mum. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, fine, your mom, but there have been so many other instances where this whole online gaming aspect went south. Yeah, but you have to, you have to buy find the game. where you live. You have to buy, well, can you find me a source of that? I don't know anyone who's been hunted down for online gaming. Oh, you haven't? You no. haven't even heard about that little incident where this one kid actually sent an ambulance over to his friend's house because... He was, um, 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 a burglar was in the house. You, you haven't heard of that? Hold on, actually, let me find this for you. So, okay, you find that. In the meantime, I'm going to carry on asking questions. It's kids, right? And you got to buy the game. Mm. So you regulate it via age. That's my point. Okay, this you guy that you gave, Patrick Crucius. Yeah, he was, a grown he was a grown-ass man. So then, you know, he's been exposed to video games for his whole but life? It wasn't because of the video game, though. The, no, but they're, the, use, they're using this as an yeah, argument. But that they're using make, his. That case. doesn't make it factual. No, but they're using his case studies uh, as in. Yeah, uh, and it's know. wrong. The politicians are trying to use it. Doesn't make it right. If if the game says eighteen plus, then if you're a parent, don't go and buy your thirteen year old kid Call of Duty. It's your responsibility as, as a, a parent, parent yeah. to go and see what is this game all about and is it suitable for my child. I have a daughter. If she comes home one day and says, I want to play this game, what, do you think I'm just going to go and buy the game? Yeah, but that's fine. This is in your household, but your daughter will have children where their parents are not as vigorous as you are and as not as strict as you are, and she'll go somewhere else and play the game at someone else's house. What do you do then? Great question. She will come home and tell me. Are you sure? She would, because I'll be like, oh, what did you get up to? Oh, we played this game. Okay, cool. I'll do my research. What is it they actually played? Then I'd go and take it up with the parents. So I sent my daughter to your house and she's sitting in your daughter's room and they're going and blowing people up. Do you think that's suitable? No, it isn't. Be ashamed of yourself as a parent. My daughter's never coming to your house again. But your daughter can come to my house and play Tetris if she wants. 
I, I love the confidence that you have that children will just go to their parents and, and tell, tell them everything yeah, because everything. <laughs> I have been a child before and I and know I that I've hid a lot of stuff from my parents. Yeah, like yeah. I would have said, I was playing a football game when I was really like... Exactly. Well, I have, I have trust in my daughter. She's three at the moment, so I still That's trust her. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. The minute she breaks my trust, I'll deal with that bridge when I come to it. It's funny because m- my parents kept a tab on what I was up to. I had mates come around back in the day of VHS. Mm-hmm. They brought a tape home with a movie on it. Blue movie. Juice. Tupac. I know that one, yeah. We were 11 or 12. My mom, very cleverly, she said, hey guys, why don't you go out and play for a while and then come back and watch the movie. I'll have your food ready. What did she do in the meantime? She scanned the entire movie. She saw it was filled with a bunch of F-bombs in there, this, that, and the but other. But you know, all parents don't do this. I know. Yeah. But if someone who, like my mom, who I, isn't super tech savvy and didn't have Google back in those days and there was no IMDB and there was no reviews available, if she managed to do that basic, in this day and age that we live in, where we have technology at our fingertips, surely we can be a little bit more responsible. Couldn't but- you use this argument about the video games with movies as well? Like, if you watch too many violent movies, you might go and do something violent. 100%. So what do you do? You put an age rating on it. So why are they looking to ban these uh, video games? Just because of these shootings that happen? Not only because of the shootings. Because there's some um, psychologists that um, said that they promote violence. And not. it does not mean that the child will go and kill someone. The problem it is normalizes that it by seeing a it. that yeah. b it it like you know it, the 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 feeling of like oh my god that person's dead does not exist anymore because mm. you've seen it over and over mm. again that's two and three it's the aggressiveness. I think that's what it is. I think that you're right. You know the fact that kids don't actually understand death. You don't understand the concept of death until you get older. And so at that age, when you see these video games and people are shooting and dying, dying, just like oh they're just dying. You don't realize that they're not going to be here right? desensitized yeah yeah that's exactly the word yeah. that i was looking for desensitized death in june 2019 there was a paper published in perspectives on psychological science and they used something called novel analysis they gathered a bunch of data a lot of it and with all the data that they got they concluded that in the vast majority of settings violent video games do increase aggressive behavior but that these effects are almost quite small Our history, human history, is filled with violence. In school, we learn about World War II. We learn about Mm -hmm. violence. There's actual psychological studies been done saying that it, the most that it does, and with young kids, they said, is that for a short period of time, straight after them playing the game for a period of hours, they found that the kids became a little bit aggressive. They became a little bit pushy. But in terms of how violent they got, they said, not to the extent of the game that they just played. Then let's go away from the violent video games for one second because you're like, it's just that little period of time. You have a three-year-old daughter. I'm sure that she knows the song, Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, eating chocolate, no, Papa. And it ends with telling lies, no, Papa, open your mouth, ha, ha, ha. She was lying. The kid was lying to her dad, you know? So if a little thing like Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa can teach a child that, I think that violent video games or first person shooters or whatever you may call it it does teach you certain things that's my point they shouldn't be playing it in the first place my daughter doesn't watch peppa pig because my wife and i sat watched episodes of peppa pig and we found that some of the things that they teach in there are not good 
So we don't let her watch it. So therefore, you shouldn't be letting your kids play violent video games. Ali, how many times have you been out in a restaurant yeah. and you've seen mom and dad are eating food, yeah. okay, and the child is in front of an iPad? Yep. How many times have you seen that? All the time. There you go. Okay, and wait till... Uh, so, well, uh, hold on, what's your point? My point is that not all parents are hands-on. But sometimes we let Nora watch the iPad after she's finished eating. So what, we're not hands-on? No, you're hands-on because you monitor it. I'm saying there's but, a lot of, pa- so, there's a lot of so parents that So how do you know those kids it? that are watching iPad, it hasn't been monitored already? How do you know? No, but you don't know. You don't know what she's watching. I know what my daughter's watching because it's whatever we've downloaded on the iPad for her. Because yeah, you but downloaded that's because it. you're being hands-on. Exactly, that's okay. my point. So I'm not going to judge other parents whose kids are on the iPad because they might have done the same. No, but, a lo- but a lot of them don't. A lot of them just like just let give the give the kid the uh, YouTube. IPad. Just yeah, give the kid iPad, YouTube. You- YouTube, watch it. Then you're an irresponsible parent. No, yeah, you probably are. Like, but listen, but obviously there are certain circumstances, like said, you say, that people have like, work commitments. But she said, "Okay, are you working twenty four hours a day, seven days a week as a parent? Really? Some people, some parents are working two jobs, mate. Three jobs, cool. even. three jobs. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. So you had the time to go and buy the iPad or the game." But you don't have time to actually see what it is there. What are think, you listening to? What you're saying? No, but I think as well you need <laughs> to wait. You need to wait as well until Nora gets a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. Once she gets a little bit older, at the moment you you can monitor. So we're talking. We're not talking Nora's age anyway. We're talking like let's say for for this sort of violent video games, the kids who are going to be playing are going to be yeah, yeah, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You're not going to be monitoring what 9, 10, 11, 12, especially if you're a boy, maybe. And especially if they go to school. The thing is, you have a three-year-old yeah. and you're putting all of your arguments in a three-year-old child. No, I'm not. I'm putting it can... in my argument when my parents monitored everything I did. Then this is the way my parents didn't, certainly did not monitor everything I did. Okay. My parents did not, what for example. What about now when uh, 12, 13, 14-year-olds have phones? And You're the not be able to internet what got. is on the phone. You yes. can get Wi-Fi. You go to a mall. Yep. There's free Wi-Fi. Yep. You go to school. There's Wi-Fi. A violent video game. You can do whatever you want. There's an actual setting on my Samsung saying parental lock. So if I put it on parental lock, in order for them to get full access to the internet and everything else, they need to put in a code. Okay, fine. That is on the phone that you're going to give your daughter. But that's How about argument. the phone yeah. that your daughter's friend has? Okay, that's that child. But she will still be exposed to it. What, is she going to go sit and take this child's phone and sit there for, what, two hours a day on the, on this other child's phone? Because that child is going to give her her phone for two hours. What's that child going to do for two hours? They play together. On one phone? Yeah. I've never seen two children play on one phone. I have. Okay, I've never seen that. And I'm not buying that some parents don't have the time. I'm sorry, that is irresponsible parenting. It's not that it, they don't have the time. Your brother. Yeah. And your sister-in-law. Mm. Work hard. Yeah. Do they have time? In the evenings? Yeah. A little bit, but then the kids go up to bed. So in that time, what, they can't go and see what the kids were playing? What well, video game was? Sometimes sometimes the kids go up to bed and then they carry on with the iPad. They also get notices from school saying, oh, we've had a little rumor. I'm just giving you an instance. Yeah. That, like, there's been this app. I, th- I can't remember what the name of the app is, but it's uh, promoting like, online chat with, you know, potentially might be strangers. So the, the parents get notified it by, via the school rather than you know, asking the kid. And then I remember my brother and I actually went up to my niece and said, have you been on this app before? And she goes, yeah, once. And then he literally said, don't go on it, blah, blah. But that's, no, that's an example. And he I don't f- think that they're out, bad parents. Yeah, he found out about it don't afterwards. It. Yeah. 
And but Cheetah, he did something about it, right? Yeah, 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 he did something about it. But it's not because he didn't have time. It's because but she had downloaded it, or she had already played on this whatever, or visited this website address, or visited this app before he even knew about it. So you know, she's getting to that age, twelve, thirteen. They're gonna get to that age where they, you're not gonna be able to keep an eye on them all the time. You can't, man. You so, so what do you do? So and I think that's why this trust, argument is in. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're trying to talk about. You're like, yeah, just put an age limit on it. But I think there is so many other factors that you're not like adding to this argument. So my question is, what else can you do? <laughs> what else can you do? You're do, saying regulate it. I've said they've put age groups on it and whatnot. What else can they do? I think because violent video games or video games in general right now or iPad or all of these things are are part of a child's daily life from the minute they're born with the with the mm. nursery rhymes all the way till your age <laughs> you know what i mean you still game and i think that they need to be educated they need to know that not everything on the internet is you know good uh, how do you weed out things when a stranger talks to you this is what you should do you know there should be education and schools still don't do that because it's just a home thing this is what you're doing at home so can't you start educating them from home parent... 100%. But again, Ali, you're hands-on. There's so many parents that are not hands-on. So you're saying you it's up to the schools and you can... to educate them. Dude, when I used to do something bad at school yeah. and they'd ring up my dad, the yeah. principal would ring up my dad mm. and they'd go like, yes, hello, Mr. Duding, how are you? My father would go like, I'm great. How's your day? Fantastic. Your daughter, my dad would say exactly this. What time is it right now? They'll go like, it's 1130. My father goes like, from eight o'clock, Till 1.30 or till 3.30, my child is in your custody. So if you have an issue with my child, please sort it out yourself. This is how old school my father was. Yeah. You know, my dad was this way. If she's messed up in school, you deal with it. Don't go like, oh, you know, you call me up and then I should I should come and give give her a talking to. You should give her a talking to because we're saying it is, it's education. School is there to educate us. And education also has a lot to do with violent video games or the internet in general right now, especially now. At our time, Ali, when you say our parents were able to monitor us, yes, they were because the internet, when we were kids, it was not there. When you were Norse age, did you have the internet? No. Not Norse age, no. Yeah, exactly. But by the time I was 11, 11? Mm, no. 11. We didn't even have telephones, mate. We didn't have telephones. How no, did you communicate like mobile, with your mobile phones? No, mobile phones, not at 11 years old. 100% not. I and, remember. And even if we did, they were like those really no, you remember, dodgy screens. We had Snake. Not remember only the dodgy game? screen. You remember even past Snake, when you used to just hit the internet browser, you'd exit it so, so fast yeah. because it would cost so yeah, much, so much money. money. Yeah. I remember giving our, our computer cancer with LimeWire so I can download one song <laughs> that took 24 hours to download. You know what I mean? You say education, right? Do you agree with Jazz on that? Education in like what teaching that this is bad. Not teaching that this is bad. Teaching, teaching violence. Te talking about the shootings that are happening. Talking about mental states. Talking about the internet in you know the the but that's chats. A whole different thing, the chats isn't it? that happen. For example, there was this game that was going around. It was going around worldwide, but it was also going around here. I think it was called Blue Whale. It was a game where it's a series of challenges that kids oh, should heard do. About this. Yeah. yeah. So and part of the challenges were like scarring yourself, hurting yeah. yourself and stuff like this. And the way that you win the game is that you commit suicide. So that is violent. So what you were asking That's, me earlier, that I think is violent. Me too. And I think, and I don't think and it that, has anything that, to do with parents because there are some parents that are so hands-on and, and the, their children were so loving and so amazing and they 
off themselves after this game. Wasn't that game as well? You couldn't even tell your parents, or you should. You're yeah, not allowed because if tell. you tell your parents, like you're gonna, this, you're out this, of like, the game or something. Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay, what age do you start educating them? Three, five, seven, eleven. I think the minute they can, they use an a, a device. That's so when it should hundred percent. I think it should already start in kindergarten. Like for example, that Johnny Johnny Yes Papa Ha 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 that song. I think. You need to teach your children that lying is not okay, especially lying to your parents is not okay. But parents should jump on that and uh, start a cancel party for Johnny Johnny Yes Papa. <laughs> you should cancel it. I but you must agree with me; it does teach you lying. Hundred percent. Yeah, it does. It's when, really bad. When have you taught Noor that shooting is bad? Have um, you, so have you so had that far, conversation with you? not shooting. We've started off with hitting and punching. We've already okay. started with that. No, I agree with you. So, at what point in her life do you think you're going to tell her that shooting is bad? I don't think my parents ever told me shooting never, was bad. Never, no. I think no. I had, I don't even know how I learned I it. never even had the birds and the bees conversation. Didn't you? No. I had a bit of an awkward one. My dad was an army man. He's like, just don't do it. But I'm just saying that, <laughs> that doesn't really happen. Like, don't shoot anyone. So in the UK, it was a little bit harder to get a hold of guns. Yeah. I don't think it was something that my parents ever had to worry about. In this day and age over there, it's a little easier. Well, it's still difficult, but still, you, you know... I was taught that guns were bad. You, as a kid, never played with guns? No. Before that? No. Wait, you never? never got like one of, you never, never played cowboys? Had, I never even had a water pistol. Never? No. Okay, but there's some people out there who 100%. do. Like obviously not yeah. in your instance, but yeah. you know, they play cowboys. Now yeah. people are dressing up, yeah. army, whatever. We yeah. had a super soaker, Gun, remember that? Yeah, thing? guns, are, like there's all that Nerf gun as well. Yeah, the like, the BB guns. The BB, no, the, you don't know, you shoot those yeah, big yeah. Nerf guns and they come out with a little foam thing. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure you can get them at five years old. So that's what I'm saying. Guns have become normal. Eyes, normalized. Normalized, yeah, yeah normalized. The action of shooting. But exactly. nobody actually says, don't shoot a real gun. There was this really great study. It was actually a documentary. It's a video. And they took kids that played violent video games. They took them out and um, they took them to a real shooting ranch mm. to like shoot real guns because they've been doing it on the on the on the consoles and do it on real guns. Almost every one of that child was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" <laughs> and I think and and the reporter then was like, "You know, what 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 do you think is so great about this?" And every single child answered the following: "I feel so powerful." It does actually make you feel like that. They were shooting that little target tar- yeah but you know the one that looks like a person like yeah. a real person yeah and um then the reporter asked um what are you going for and they go like we're going straight for the brains and they and then he asked why for the brains and they're like because this is what happens in the video games. and where where did you find this information i'll have to find you the video i'll send it to you also what happened to the you said there was a kid that called a ambulance for oh yeah him. i found that one actually for you yeah i Hold don't on. know about this i don't know so this is the one that I told you about um, them finding uh, the ambulance. Hold he called on. the ambulance. Yeah. So Aiden Jackson, 17, who was saved during a seizure by his online friend who lived 5,000 miles away in Texas. So he's having a seizure online and that online person saw him and he called the ambulance. Then there's this other article that I can't find right now because I'm Googling on my phone. Um, there was this one kid that got so mad and that one kid was really great at hacking or something like this, they found out the location or the IP address of that other child and sent people over to beat that kid up. <laughs> That's messed up, man. 
I've I haven't come across anything like that. I can't comment on that. The minute you're online, you're easily traceable. You know, you just go online, you make a friend, you go like, oh yeah, you know, you go on the side chat and you go like, what's your real name? And you go like, oh, my name is, you know, Ali Mac. Oh, really Ali Mac? In two seconds, I can find out. I'll find your Instagram, your Facebook. I'll probably find something about you on Google. In while, yeah, well, while all scrolling. mine's got official at the end, so it's quite easy to find me anyway. Yeah, but I'm talking in general. It is so easy to find people nowadays. And if you're a malicious person, you can actually go there and harm that person. But doesn't it boil down to that? If you're a malicious person, because not everybody's going to do this. I agree. Not everyone's going to do this. Not like not everyone's going to go and shoot. For people. sure. That's why I'm saying there's a fine line, and the mental state plays a huge role in this. So, are you saying that we've got to check people's mental states before they get the video game? Yes, but how are you going to do that? It's difficult. Um, then they get asked a specific questions, like a psychometric test. Yeah. And then you can assess if the person's got maniac tendencies. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So are you saying that before you buy a video game or uh, of violent nature, you should have a psychoanalysis test? Five questions. Possibly. Because listen, I've played video games. I've played violent video games my whole life. And it's never, I've never really had that thought. But there are going to be people out there who, are, who we don't know are psychos inside who you know, have got some issues. You know, but if you can spot them before they even play the video games, then you're going to nip it in the bud. You said education. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not 100% on the school's part. If I was going to tackle the video games from two points, it would be from the two end users. So one, the player at home and what's going on at home. And two, from the suppliers. The, the biggest ones at the moment are your PlayStation, Sony, and Microsoft Xbox. Games don't even have to be bought in store anymore. They can be downloaded and played. You can purchase them online. You can have the psychoanalysis questions online. Come on, before you play the game. 100%. Every time you play the game, it gives you five questions. Yeah. Random different questions. You got to do the same before you get medication. Yeah, every time. You can verify the age online as well. You know, when you buy the game, you have to put in a credit card. A 13-year-old isn't going to have a credit card. It's going to have his or her mum's and dad's credit Mm -hmm. card. The username when you register an account is usually put your own name, even if you're 13. So when Sony or Microsoft sell you a game, they should be able to say, well, the credit card details and the person are different. You have to give a phone number so that we can verify it. Those are the two ends that I would go to. I can't see anything else in the middle because how much attention would I have paid if my teacher, I don't know what subject it would come in, you know, if they, if my geography teacher started telling me about violence. So in the German school, for example, we yeah. have a class called ethics where we learn about every religion and we also learn about violence. We, we, we learn about, you know, like how some cultures, they have a tradition of getting hooked, for example, and they hang, you know. Through they their... taught you this in school? Yes, in the German school, they teach us this. We have wow. ethics. I was just thinking ethics. Sounds quite good. We don't have ethics. No, we don't have, we don't have Because in the ethics. German school, we're not allowed to have a class called religion. Okay. So we learn ethics where we learn about yeah, uh, Christianity, uh, Islam, yeah. Judaism, Satanism, all of that stuff. And on top of that, they, they also... They taught you Satanism yes, in school? Yes. Yes. We have to... Can the, you imagine that in a London school? Yeah, the, the reason Crazy. why, the reason yeah. why is because you need to know. You need The German system works in a way to educate the child to to everything that they may be exposed Posed in to life. Later on, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a great way. And I think within this class, for example, 
they could talk about the internet. They can teach kids about the internet. They can teach kids about not the internet itself. I'm talking about the violence that comes through internet, uh, strangers talking to. And I think this can happen at a very young age. And I I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. I would actually be happy if my yeah. child would 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 be in such a class. To be fair, that's that's quite a good point because obviously, let's say fifty years ago, you wouldn't have to worry about this sort of thing, you know. And it's only because we're now exposed to a lot more information on the internet, video games, that you're going to have to start thinking about how are we going to tell kids or how are we going to educate them that this is not what real life should be like. Like I remember in school when when um, when a shooting happened and what, what was that Sandy Hook, for example, we had to write an essay on how we feel about it. Why do we think that child did it? And then the teachers would assess our answers on our tendencies. That's and then there would be heavy to put on a child to do that. No, I think that's quite good. But I think that's what it boils down to. I think a lot of these people who do these incidents like Sandy Hook, isn't it because they're getting bullied or isn't it because they have some vendetta against somebody or someone's not treating them? It's like never the cool kids or it's never the, the popular ones who are shooting people up. It's always someone who is a, an outsider, a loner. Who's vulnerable, basically. Yeah, who's vulnerable. Yeah. He got lost in video games. Even this guy, the he had something against the Hispanic people. So it's always those people. You can't sort of say it's blanket for the whole population. It's not just the violent video games. It's the access that all sort of games give you to this online community. Because I don't think that everybody that says, oh, I'm only 13 years old is really 13 years old. Because how many times have we heard, oh, there's this old man that said he's 13, talks to these young girls and send me your pictures yeah. over and he's a pedophile. Posing as a, and yeah, posing as a young kid, yeah. I'm specifically talking about violent video games and people trying to blame it for the violence around the world. And now what I'm coming back to in this whole violent video game chat, for example, you can maybe have people that egg on people to actually hurt others. But this point of yours relies on them interacting with somebody else. But that's how online games are. I know, but what if it was just the game? What if it was just the game that they were playing? I think that- Does that influence them to a certain degree to hurt people? Because like we've all agreed that people and culture and we're mm-hmm. we're violent. So if if I have an influence on you, maybe you will do something violent. But what about Probably. just the game itself? I think when when you're maybe sixteen, seventeen, and you're conscious around your about your surroundings, that's different. But when you're twelve, and you think it's cool to you know be aggressive or to drive a car and yank someone out or call cuss somebody out or whatever, you think it's cool because that's what you see online. Yes, I think it does influence. So do you think these mass shootings and stuff, do you think that violent video games play a part in it? A small role, I think mm-hmm. they do. A small, a very small role. But I don't think it's because of the game. I agree. I think the main issue for those shoot 'em ups is bullying culture. That's what I think. The I think it's bigger issues even. There's underlying issues that we don't understand. But when I see, for example, the New Zealand one, the, his whole get up, that was very video gamey. But right? he didn't do the shooting because of the game. No, no, for yeah. sure not. But I think he I think, tried to make it look like a game yeah. because he probably did get, play these kind of games. So it's it made more sense to him to make it look like a game. Yeah, I agree with you. He made it look like the game, but it wasn't because of the... I think, it was, obviously, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these people who are doing these shootings, it's not because they're playing video games. It's because there's social or, like, certain issues, psychiatric issues that are going on with them the game is just a vehicle that they see, like, this is how I'm going to shoot someone. Mm-hmm. This is how, and it normalizes it. And then they reenact it in that way. So it's not because of the game, but because they're playing the game, yeah. they see it and it makes it kind of easier to do. 
the National Center for Health Research said it makes sense that violent video games tend to increase aggressive behavior and criminal behavior, but there was no clear evidence to support that. I also find that the mass shooting stories that come out all seem to be majority in America. Yeah. One of the things you, I mean, it's a whole different subject, but gun control, like you mentioned, yeah. it's guns that are available, could all be linked. The people who play these video games, who do these shootings, they're not the cool kids. I know that sounds so stupid, but they're not <laughs> the cool kids. There's always some sort of issue, bullying or whatever. And I think even if a kid did play a violent video game when he was younger, like an army, let's just say an army shoot map, and it encouraged him to go into the army and he went and fought in a war, would he be violent? No. Yeah. You were only thinking of the instances because these lead to shootings, correct? Do you know how many people join the army when they ask this soldier, why did you join the army? Because we wanted to go shoot ish up. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot ish up. Yeah. Like just shoot stuff, shoot up. Shoot stuff up. Yeah. yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying. They, but they've done it the, the correct way according to society. Does it make it okay? No. If they want to go shoot stuff up. Well, why not? That they've done it the right way. Well, you would go and join the army, wouldn't you? So it's okay for them to have joined the army hoping yeah, because to once kill you get, people. Once you get in the army, you get trained about who to kill. But then and that's the purpose to join the army. But then there's so well, you many... Get, well, other... that's not the purpose to join the army. But, you know, obviously the purpose is to defend or whatever you want to do. But at least they get to enact their... Fantasy. Whatever they've got. <laughs> no, it's like, listen, kids play video games. Like, I want to be a racing car driver because they're playing, you know, a racing car game. They grow up to be racing car drivers. They want to shoot people up. No, I don't think it's okay. And the, there are so many examples of that it's not okay. If we look at, for example, what the American army has done in Afghanistan or in Iraq, that's sick. And when they did interview these people, they're like, yeah, because we just wanted to go and stick it to the, you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I know we exactly, just wanted, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, they're all terrorists and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and but that's we not don't the video care. game's if, fault. I mean, that's, that boils down to the armies like, and the direction coming from like sergeants and, the, you know, the command. That's not the video game's fault. The video game is just there basically to play and if a kid is enjoying that and that's who he wants to do, he wants to call around and shoot the enemy, then the right place to go for him is the army. But I think the accountability is different. If you're a, no, if you're a person and you go and you shoot up a school, for example, you're held super accountable, you know? But if you're in the army and you're in a war zone, pretty much, or you go and you invade a country that had nothing to do, you, you had no reason in being there no, to I begin know, with. I have to agree with you're that right? 100%. No, but Where's the accountability? The because here. there's I'm a lot of... I'm not saying that. Yeah. Forget about the accountability. Well, you said it's the right way. It's the right way. Of course it is the right way. Why isn't it the right way? All armies are violent places. You know, so the idea... I'm not saying the reasons that they're going to... Well, I'm not saying... I'm Put that aside for a minute. But if the kid wants to shoot things up and if he enjoys that and he wants to take on the enemy, go and join the army. So when you join the army, do they do this whole psychoanalysis test on yeah. you? Yeah, that's the yes. responsibility of the army, yeah. So then how is it that people out there still get away, or soldiers out there still get away with saying stuff like, yeah, I just wanted to go pop a cap in someone's But that's backside. the power thing. We can go back to the Stanford study, right, where you had like these, they, they took students and they kept them in a prison setting. And they're like, okay, half of you are prisoners and the other half are prison guards, okay? So it went well for a while, you know, oh my God, the prisoners are our friends. And then the prison guards started getting, I think I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, started getting really violent with the prison. And, you know, they're, they're not really prisoners. It's a setting, but it's that power trip. Yeah. It's the power ride. So I think the same thing with the army, the shoot the ish up and the accountability. It's the same thing. Once you really have a weapon in your hand and you're in a war zone and, you know, there are no rules in war anyways, 
it's all collateral damage. I don't think we can compare this to violent video games. I think it would be an issue if somebody would enroll into the army because they play violent video games and now want to violently shoot up people. That would be an issue. Yeah, but in violent video games, you don't go around shooting civilians. You do. It's fine. You, in Grand Theft Auto, like you said, no, but you Gra- I know, but Grand Theft Auto is a bit different. I, like compared to an army game, like Grand Theft Auto, it glorifies. But you've it just- glorifies the violence. Like glorifies stealing. It glorifies robbing a car that sort of stuff you know that's a bit i'm not saying that but if you want to shoot people up go and shoot an enemy what you classify as army and then glorifying violence is violence in a in a game the definition of violence is really difficult because like when i look at like the egyptian side of me like smacking your kid it's is really, okay yeah, you know <laughs> and then and then you look at the german side if you were to smack your kid dude that's not okay at all yeah. so what is violence <laughs> Tetris could be considered violent. You're smashing bricks down <laughs> on other bricks trying to make them disappear. That's so violent. Final thoughts, which thankfully means this train wreck is coming to an end. Listen, I don't really believe we should ban violent video games. Uh, I think our culture is violent as it is. It's no- violence is normal in our society. Ultimately, I think it boils down to the individual who plays it. We have to... Be careful, maybe, of you know what their psychological state is, but I don't think it turns people into shooters. No, so I don't think they should ban them. My final thoughts are that children should be monitored and children should be still viewed as children, no matter what. And I think a first-person shooting game is not meant to be for a child because a child is not supposed to shoot anything up, right? So I think, if possible. You should have your children play more child-friendlier games instead of first-person shooters. And then when they are of age, they should make the decision if they want to play violent video games or not, or first-person shooter games. Like, I know that there's PUBG and all this Fortnite stuff, and it's kid-friendly. And the only reason why it's kid-friendly is because they're wearing colorful costumes, (laughs) you know? And they still have guns and they still shoot. And I don't think, yeah, and I don't think children should be exposed to that. I remember as a child, yes, we used to play cowboy and robber or whatever, but it was not violent, you know, like the, the, and for example, Fortnite, I think the blood is pink or something like this. It's not red. I think that in no way a child should be exposed to aggression or violence or any of that stuff until they are of age. I still intend to continue playing Modern Warfare, Call of Duty. But you're 39. I'm going <laughs> to get on there, get my release out, go after that 13-year-old who called me a dog. I will insult his mum continuously until he cries. I won't chase him to his house using his IP address. I don't think it's fair to blame mass shootings and other activities on Just violent video, video games. Game, yeah. I do agree that yes, a form of education will help, but I still feel strongly that parents at home should take more responsibility and the people who create the games and the platforms, they should also take responsibility and whatever the schools in between can do, do it. But other than that, username 72MFG, kick your ass after this is over leave us a five star rating but write whatever you like whether you love us or probably hate us thank you